Have you dreamed of bigger things for your life? Then you are in the right place. Each week, you will be given tips on how to change your inner dialogue, conquer your goals, and ways to step into a higher version of yourself. I'm your host, Lauren Kubat. I'm a motivational speaker who hosts personal development events. I'm a sought-after fitness instructor, a wife, and a mom of two young boys. I'm obsessed with all things personal development, and I believe anyone can achieve the life they want. Let the Become Your Vision podcast be the inspiration you need to step into greater things. Now let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I have my husband on the show again, Tom Kubat. Welcome back. Back. Thank you for having me in my own home. (laughs) You seem so excited. I am. The last time he was on the show was February 10th. So about five months ago. So has anything changed in the past five months that you can think of? Since February, I'm sure a lot of things have changed, but I have a terrible memory. So I'll say that nothing major, right? Kids are still happy and healthy, still working from home, loving it. Yeah, just um, the boys. Well, Ali started school this week. Yeah, Ali started school. Charlie's kind of, you want to explain what Charlie's going through? Charlie's our two-year-old, our youngest. Yeah. Charlie's going through some terrible two stuff that Ollie didn't go through, so... He went through terrible threes. Yeah, but still, I don't remember it being this bad, so... there, Yeah, things are different, but mostly... Mostly the same. Which is good, because things were good in February, and things are good now, yeah, I think. Yeah, that is true. So you've been... This is episode 55. What does it feel like to have edited <laughs> 55 episodes? It, uh, it's, I mean, it's not bad. Editing these podcasts are not hard to do compared to the editing that I usually do. It's just the frequency. One yeah. week is a lot, but yeah, we fit it in. There are times when he wants to like go out, go flying, his paramotor. You haven't listened to that episode. Go back. It was listed in February. I don't even know what number it was. Right before Valentine's Day, I think. But, um... He flies a paramotor, and sometimes he wants to go out, and I'm like, I need this episode edited. Like, can you do it now? Because I, you know, we haven't missed a Wednesday of posting episodes. Monday is always a bonus episode, so if I post one on Monday, I like to, but if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. So Mm -hmm. can you explain kind of the videos that, that you edit? Yeah, so I edit my own videos for my, I have a YouTube channel where I fly my, my paramotor around and talk about various things sometimes I'm reviewing different paramotor gear I'm fortunate enough to have a sponsor um, and so I get to try a lot of new new gear and get some pretty cool opportunities in the sport that most people don't so I edit those kind of videos and it's pretty enjoyable for me because I'm not on any kind of schedule and I can just be artistic with it and yeah. edit what I like and it's fun so I'm it's good. not an only fans page Technically, it's only fans. Get it? <laughs> that is true. Only fans, because it's a big fan on my back. Oh, yeah. now you're gonna use that as content. I've already thought about. Really? That. Yeah, I just need to figure out how to fit it in. Oh my gosh! I thought someone I was said being... it to me the other day. I was like, only fans. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. If you're not familiar, only fans. I don't know. You're living under a rock. Yeah. Or something. And a paramotor is a, a wing with a big fan on my back. Basically, it's an Google it. Yeah. Or YouTube. Just Google my name, Tom Kubat. You'll see. That's what comes up. Tom or Thomas? No, if you Google Tom Kubat, my channel will pop up immediately. Why do you think you pronounce Kubat Kubat and your brother pronounces it Kubat? 
I don't know. Is this good content? Is what people <laughs> want to hear? Why me and my brother pronounce things differently? People well, <laughs> back when I was five. <laughs> okay, we'll carry on. So this episode is going to be kind of about relationship, kids, couple random things because that's just kind of how I am as random. But before um, I ask you some more questions, I want to. Uh, share that I will be having an in-person event coming up soon, um, most likely September. Uh, it's a Become Your Vision event, women's conference. How would you describe this event to people? Well, I attended the event, but not as a spectator. I was filming, is doing the, the audio and the video for it um, yeah. for you. But I was... I told you this, but I for the listeners, I was so impressed and I couldn't I couldn't believe it. The work that you put into it and see it all come together, it was truly impressive. And I've known you since we were in high school, so mm-hmm. I've known you through your all your awkward faces. I'd yeah. known you when you were shy before you even went to the gym one time, right? So I've seen you grow up from all of that to that event and it was kinda like the pinnacle. Um, it was pretty cool to see it, to be honest with you. But yeah, I mean, if you're asking what it was like, the women there, even the men, everyone seemed like they were having an awesome time. Um, people were smiling. You can go back and look at the little video that I yeah. edited for you. It's just, I mean, everyone's so happy. And um, you shared some cool stories, had some cool um, guest speakers. It was it was awesome. I couldn't believe you threw that together. So so we're going to do that again soon. I'm super excited. I'm changing my mindset around this one. Instead of saying like I'm nervous, which tends to be a normal emotion of me or anxious and living up to certain expectations that I create in my head. Instead of saying I'm nervous, I'm just going to say I'm excited. That is like one of my goals for me is saying I'm, I'm excited because truly I am. And um, I want to focus my energy on it being amazing because I truly think it's going to be. It's full of inspiration, empowerment. There's breakthroughs with workshops. I usually hire a DJ, sponsors, giveaways, just super high energy. And the people that are coming to a women's conference are generally good people. Um, So stay tuned for that. Super excited. Okay, let's get into why. So some people ask us like, so are you done it too? Are you going to go for the girl? What's your reply to that? Um, absolutely not. <laughs> or I, my, my reply is you can have as many kids as you want, but not with me. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's a that's terrible. That's my honest reply. That's what I say. But no, <laughs> um, no, we're done with kids, I think. Um, and we agree on this, but mm-hmm. yeah, two is plenty. We, and it's not a selfish thing. It's, it's, we, and we've discussed this, but for me anyways, it is, it's too much. Yeah. Okay, both both the kids, I watched you give birth to both of them, so part of me feels bad asking you to do that again, because mm-hmm. it was rough. Um, you had the third pregnancy, which was technically the second, that ended rough. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and every time, or both times you were pregnant, I was worried the entire time. It's just pure anxiety. And now that we have kids, it's also anxiety. But yeah. it's a roll of the dice. You don't know what you're going to get. And um, I feel like we hit the lottery both times with both boys. Mm-hmm. And trying to do that for a third one, I feel like, and I'm not superstitious, but I feel like we're just going to run out of luck. Yeah. Or, you know, the possibility. And we have two happy, healthy, beautiful kids, boys. I, I'm so happy right now. I just, I'm good. Yeah. I don't want to push it. I feel happy we can afford two kids very well we can 
afford to spoil them and do vacations with them and everything. And so it's just, I think everything's great. So yeah. I'm happy. And you're too. fixed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> That's yeah. another Physically, thing. Physically, we also cannot do it. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> yeah. Um, we made that choice. I think two is manageable for us. Tom has, you know, hobbies and things that he likes to do outside of, you know, family time and time as a couple and I have aspirations for my own life too and it is really hard um to raise raise kids and I feel like if we did have a third it would stretch us really thin in our patience and yeah I would have to get a minivan and I'm just not into that <laughs> life <laughs> oh, yeah well, that'd be a good thing for me, so. <laughs> I cannot do the minivan um kind of going back to what you said I, I talked about this on the episode before um but maybe this is just kind of what I came up with on the spot, but um, what was it like for you, your point of view with the miscarriage and kind of how it went down? Um, Let's first talk about maybe, um, okay, so Ollie is our oldest four, and then we got pregnant. He was, okay, so we got pregnant in the December, we found out in December. So, so funny you just said he. 13 months you, later. You assume it was a boy. Maybe. Well, I, I think I think I was referring to Ollie. Oh, okay. So yeah, so he was 13 yeah, yeah. months. 13 yeah. months. So we got pregnant when he was 13 months. We wanted to have the kids a year apart. Um, and then, okay, so we went to the doctor. We had Ollie with us. Can you kind of, like, describe? Because I was completely oblivious and thrown off guard. <sighs> yeah. Okay, so when we went to the doctor and found out, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's just standard appointment it was um, our first one 11 weeks yeah but we've been through before so 11 weeks go there get the ultrasound and i knew right away because i saw the ultrasound i can i could i could just tell i could see the ultrasound i couldn't see anything mm-hmm. and i and i from going with ollie to all those ultrasounds i knew what it looked like and i saw her hunting around and not saying anything and i was like shit yeah um she's not seeing anything and then i started preparing for Okay, it's a miscarriage. How? What do I do? How do I help? How help you? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And um, and I kind of it was it was rough to watch because I had to watch you discover it because I already knew. Right. So I knew miscarriage, and I'm watching you, and I'm like, Shh, what? I'm not getting it. Uh, you're not getting. You weren't understanding. And then she was kind of. I forget what she said exactly, but she was like, oh, you know, I I honestly don't even remember what she said, but I know that she. She didn't beat around the bush, but she didn't just jump and say, oh, you had a miscarriage. It was, right. she tried to ease you into it as a professional would. I'm sure she's right. done that many times, had to, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, it was, it was rough. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then it was crying and you were sad, but, um, it was early on. So, it, you know. Right. I don't know if I it's think we were fortunate or not, but right. It's just, yeah, it's not. It, it would have been harder if I felt the baby kick or things like yeah, that, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and then there was, you know, huge aftermath about that. Yes, and they want to go into yeah the actual miscarriage. Yeah, so um, took the medicine because my body didn't process this. Did that whole yeah, episode? Yeah, they gave us the choice. They said, "Do yeah. you want to have it happen naturally, and or take the medicine to have it happen?" Three choices, really, because then I could have had a um, DNC in the where hospital. They, they go in and take it out. Correct. Yeah. So yeah, obviously you didn't go with the let it happen naturally because. 
you were working and things like that and you didn't it could happen whenever so you it, just it was anxiety be, filled yeah anxiety and you had to be sitting home waiting for it because it could just happen when you were out right they said it could be it could have been with ollie at the grocery whatever yeah anyway so you took the medicine and they said you know it happens within x amount of time so we were prepared for that and the actual event was rough so you took the medicine we didn't know what to expect went to bed you woke up in the middle of the night like oh it's happening it's happening it's happening and you ran to the bathroom and geez now i'm thinking about it, i don't even know okay so you ran to the bathroom and what happened you just i was on the toilet and you, i was like i'm i'm dizzy no no because before that you were you were bleeding onto the floor yeah kind of graphic sorry but you're bleeding onto the floor like everywhere right making a big mess and I, you said, I need a towel. And I said, okay, I just yeah. folded. I had just washed these garage towels. <laughs> yeah. And I put them on the table downstairs to take out to the garage. So I was like, oh, perfect. I'll run downstairs and grab a, a garage towel. Yeah. So just throw away towels. And I'm running down the stairs to grab the towel. I grab the towel and I just hear, I still have PTSD about this, but hear this just horrible thud. And the, in our house, like when the kids, even when the kids were around, you can right. hear it. It's very loud. So this thud. And you could just tell it was a body hitting the floor. Um, and, I mean, all the pictures shook, everything. And I knew what it was. And I was like, oh, my God. So I sprinted upstairs. And you were face down on the tile um, in a pool of blood. Mm-hmm. And it was your blood. It was the the blood from the, the, miscarriage. the miscarriage. And I don't do good with blood. Yeah. <laughs> like, with people I love. I can look at blood from other people. But if it's someone I care about, for whatever reason blood makes me just freaking oh i just get real lightheaded i go pale and then i can't I'm, you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean and it so was a sight I, to I pick see. you up off the floor and i see all your teeth missing and i'm mm-hmm. like oh my god now i can't mention that you fell on your face and knocked your teeth well up. i said hey did something happen to my teeth I yeah thought, I did something I my teeth and your one of your teeth was cracked and the other ones were all loose and i was like oh my god and meanwhile, I'm slipping and sliding. Yeah. It's a murder scene. Yeah. I don't know if this is what you, you asked I, me to explain. I mean, it's a little graphic. Th- but well, dude, this is what I, I experienced. Yeah, yes, right. What I experienced. No, you're right. And I'm that I'm falling over because He's I can't. woozy. Yeah, I'm woozy. I can't stand up. And it's just, oh my God, it was just a nightmare. Um, and after that, I don't know what happened. I know we likely just cleaned up and we went to the hospital oh we went right to the hospital and Allie was with you in the car oh Why? yeah oh it was flu season so you guys couldn't come in that's what it was this was well, we sat outside 2018 the so lot. pre-covid room. yes right. and it was like because we didn't have family here at the time and it was like yeah. i don't know two in the morning three in the morning so you had to wake them up take me to the hospital i went in they did an x-ray found part of my tooth and my lip Oh, yeah. So it was crazy. Okay. Yeah. It, so it was... It was rough. Yeah. It was rough, but I didn't know your experience. What... I guess what was the hardest part for you during all of that? Like, was it the initial, like, you found out that we lost the baby or... Yeah. If I'm honest, I was sad about that, yeah. obviously, but it didn't... I didn't have, like, a connection probably like you did. That's yeah. just the truth. Right. Um, I mean, you don't... I don't... I talk about this a lot, but, like, when you, even when you first have the baby, there's this weird, like, gap... When yeah. you're looking for this connection that people tell you about, mm-hmm. they're like, oh my God, you've never been so in love in your life. And then you had the baby and you're like, what's wrong with me? Like, I love this baby, but I don't. You have an instant love, but yeah, the yeah, bond is like there like should the... be more and there isn't. And then you feel bad and then it hits you later and you're like, okay, this is what people are talking about. Okay. Where you're just absolutely in love. So anyway, it, my experience was less about the baby and more about you. And maybe it would have been different if... 
It was our first. It didn't, well, no, if it didn't happen to you, if you just had the miscarriage, right. and you were fine. Yeah. Then I'd have been probably more sad about but it was just you yeah, know, was... overshadowed by what I saw you go through. So that's that was what my brain focused on, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So listeners, I don't know if that was a little bit too much for you, but I hey, I think man. it's a normal That's real talk. That is that is uh yeah, real talk for sure. Um okay, so let's go into so what do you do for a living and your hobby? We talked about this prior, so if you want to do like a quick little thing Yep. Okay, so for a living, I work for a company called Cummins. And they do diesel engines. If anybody has a Dodge Ram truck with a diesel in it, it's a Cummins engine. But that's a small part of our business. Most of what we do is on-highway stuff. And um, so all the semi-trucks you see driving down the road, probably 90% of them have a turbocharger that was built in the plant where I work. or used to work. Now I work from home. But yeah, um, yeah so I'm a mechanical engineer for them. Uh, and my hobby is... Um, outside of family stuff, it is aviation. So I love to fly. I fly my paramotor. It's a little ultralight aircraft that I own, keep in the garage, and then throw it in the back of the truck and go fly around wherever I want. Um, actually, just flew yesterday, and I'm flying tomorrow morning, and I can't wait. Yeah, he. Um, it's so fun. When people you tell people that, they're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like they think it's so yeah, crazy. That's what's cool about it. It has the illusion of being like risky. It is, but ever I feel like everything you've done. You always play it out to be. It's not as risky as you think. Flying an airplane or well, no, motorcycle or okay. dirt bikes. Or... So there's risk involved, but the perception usually is that the risk is higher than it is. Right. Yeah. If you're uneducated about something and you can't understand it, then you perceive the risk to be higher than it is. What are some of the like accidents that happen or risks? It's all pilot are... error stuff. So I mean, there's the there is occasional right. This is the risk turbulence. Well. Yeah, but turbulence, if you're flying in some in turbulence that can knock you out of the air most of the time, and I'm, I'm, I have this one event in my head, but I won't get into it, but most of the time, if you're flying in air that can mm-hmm. knock you out of the sky, I'm looking at you, actually talking to you, <laughs> you shouldn't have been flying. You yeah. should have done more research on the weather. Right. Now, there are anomalies. They're very, very rare. Very rare. But if you're flying in, in air like that, you shouldn't have been doing that in the first place. That's pilot air. Yeah. If you start the motor on the ground, you chop yourself up, pilot air, you shouldn't do that. Start yeah. the motor while it's on your back or on a rack. You know, and, this, and the list goes on. And he's but known we, people where things oh, have yeah, happened. I, well, yeah, I've known people that what have about, died. What um, about yeah. telephone lines? Oh, power lines. That's a big one. People fly. Cause it's, cause is it, it telephone anymore? Yeah, it's telephone lines. Yeah, it like, is. Like, well, well, landlines? Well, they're called power lines, telephone lines. People call them whatever. It used to be telephones. Now it's just electricity. Yeah. And landlines, but most of them are Anyway, <laughs> we are getting off, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, power lines are a big one. I've got buddies that have flown into power lines. Obviously, because we don't have to fly above 500 feet like most aircraft. We can fly as low as we want. So we can fly at the trees, lower than the trees, drag our foot on the ground, or fly up to 10,000 feet if we want, but over the clouds and hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, power lines are a big one. You can't see them from the air because mm-hmm. they blend in with the ground. So, yeah, I've got a couple of buddies fog, that have hit power lines. But you usually can Fog, you can't fly in fog. So you would never do that. It's not a Haven't risk. Haven't you before? No. Oh. It's not a risk. That's illegal. I've okay. never done that before. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It is documented that yeah. he is not. Okay. Um, so we met. I was 16. You were 17. We've been together a long time. Since 2006. So what is that? 15 years. Yep. Um, why or how do you think our relationship works? Like, what do you think we have in place? I want to hear your answer. Of why we work. Why we work. Um, 
I don't know. I think it's probably a simpler answer than you're hoping for, but I think that we love each other and we're we're lucky about that. Yeah. Um, and I think that the other, I think we're physically attracted to each other. Mm-hmm. At least I'm attracted to you. <laughs> attracted know. to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's a Sorry. big one, I think. And I almost don't want to say this, but I feel like, I mean, I told you about this before. Like, I, you know, you know people where you know that you have a feeling maybe they're not attracted to their spouse. Right. And I think about that, man, if I didn't, wasn't attracted to you, I would feel trapped maybe, you know? Yeah. And, and this is how my mind works for listeners. I'm not an asshole. <laughs> Just, that's like <laughs> what I think about and I feel bad for people. I'm I like, think wow, that's a like, normal thing that most people don't talk about. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, if you were in a position like that, I, I see why people fall out of love or feel trapped or cheat or do horrible things is because you know you just you're not happy anymore and and i think physical attraction is a big big part of it i think another big part of it is that we have our own interests mm-hmm. i mean we and we really do we have we have similar interests in our like you know vacations and our kids and we love spending time together and anything like that but like i like flying you could care less about it right um we both like exercise but you have your like your you know vision stuff and yeah all, all that and it, we just have our we're we're totally invested in something beside each other, mm-hmm. and I actually think that's a good thing. Yeah, because um, I'm I'm not sitting around staring at you waiting for you to entertain me and, and vice versa. Right. I was gonna say I think what helps too is, especially with the kids. I guess it didn't really matter prior to them, but like we have a system in place as far as like any time I need something. Um, Tom is always like, yeah, go ahead, go, go get your nails done, go, you know, to dinner with one of your girlfriends or, you know, go on a girl's trip or whatever. So I think that is really helpful too. There's never like a pushback, at least from you. And usually the, any pushback is usually from me <laughs> when he says like, can I go fly? I'm like, oh, you know, my, you know, cause I'm, I'm with the kids a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's we we both understand that we both have other things outside of our household that mm-hmm. you know brings us joy. So I think respecting that too um, is really helpful. Yeah, and I think luck too. We're just lucky. I mean, we could have met and then. But it requires relationships require work as it, well. It, too. No, I'm not saying it doesn't, but yeah. I'm saying that you need to uh, you need to initially find the right person. Yeah, and we got we found each other early on. Right. So lucky. Yeah. And I think you get like I think you're you get better with age. I think we both do in, in a general. Sense. People do you mean? Um, I think us. <laughs> yeah, no one else does. Everyone I mean, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> at least well, I was talking about you. Actually, I think like you've gotten better in age. Like seeing you as a father, I think you've changed as a like obviously more mature. That comes with age. Same yeah. same with me. Um, you know, I think you've become. Also, I feel like more romantic and intentional about like surprising me and stuff like that than okay. what you did, you know, maybe when you were younger. Sure. <laughs> you don't feel that I way? I don't know. I, I feel like I've been... Again, he has a terrible memory, so you yeah, can't remember. Yeah, I remember how unromantic and terrible. I did not say you were unromantic. Mm. I'm just saying you get better. That's a well, compliment. Thank you, yes. Tom has a hard time taking compliments, too. Yes. <laughs> um... What qualities, like if a woman is, oops, if a woman is listening um, and they're trying to maybe find a spouse or whatever, what do you, from a male's point of view, what makes a woman attractive? Uh, I don't know. 
This is a bad <laughs> question for me. I don't know. Really? Well, is a woman sh- attractive to me? Like, what? what is a quality that most men like in a woman? I don't know what most men want. <laughs> I cannot tell you at all. What qualities do you like in a woman? What do I like? I like you. I mean, I I like I like <laughs> confidence. That's if yeah. I had to boil it down to be I like confidence. I don't like people that are insecure. That's a people thing. Women, men, everything. Yeah. I like confidence and I like honesty. Yeah. That I mean, that's those are the two big ones. I don't I don't like Yeah, I don't like when people are insecure about I mean, I can understand it, but I like to see somebody confident in what they do and right. how they act and yeah. I like when we first met, I wouldn't I know, characterize but... myself as confident or, um, yeah, secure. Yeah, but I wouldn't have answered this question the same back then either, probably, right? Did that I mean, Was I... that something that bothered you then? No, it didn't. But that's what I'm saying. You'd ask yeah. me this question back then when you were like that, I would have probably answered it differently. This is what yeah. I value now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is... That's kind of like a personal one, but what's a pet peeve of yours? Um, just a, in general. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like messes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have yeah crumbs on the counter. I don't know what, is that what you're asking. Me? Are you directing this at me? I mean, no. I'm a clean person. You're a clean person, but I I yeah I'm like a very neat like I like thing. You know, you're asking me. I I know. Like, yeah. I, yeah, that's a pet peeve of mine. I don't. I'm like, not giving him the dagger. I'm interested I, yeah. to see what his response. Yeah, and I did not know these questions were coming prior to this interview. But they, <laughs> you shouldn't. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just probably a, a pet peeve of mine is cleanliness. Yeah. I like things really clean and. Now organized. listeners are gonna think I'm dirty. They're not. You're not dirty, but you may leave things out from time to time or put things away randomly when I think, right? Like I think maybe. Something should go on this shelf. This comes off bad for me, not anyone else. <laughs> I don't think like, so. I, I like things. I'm like, ooh. you just knock stuff off the <laughs> shelf. Maybe I am getting it yeah. right now. Um, yeah, stuff like, oh, I want the ketchup on this shelf all the time. and you'll put Is that a thing? I didn't know I, about the ketchup. I'm t- it's not the ketchup. I'm giving you examples. It's the butter. The, what, the butter. Oh, the butter gets messy? Yeah. Yeah, we have like a butter container. And every time I pick up the top of the butter, it's somehow covered in butter. <laughs> Which I know I did not do. My thing is, okay, when I have the kids, I do everything very quick yeah. beca- to avoid... You just looked at my boobs. Sorry. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I'm like, that was so like... <laughs> I totally did. <laughs> um, like, with the boys, I try to do everything super quick. So, like, when to avoid a meltdown. So, me, it's like, yeah. what is the quickest way I can do this? Okay. Spread butter on their bread? Without them being a thing, you know. I understand so, why, but yeah. it's still a pee of mine. Hey, before we get back into the show, I want to ask you a question, and that is, are you looking for a convenient, affordable, and most importantly, fun workout that you can do wherever and whenever? Then I need to tell you about Bar Where You Are's on-demand workouts. So my girlfriend and fellow boss babe, Heather McWright, has created an amazing online platform with more than 100 different bar, yoga, and dance cardio workouts that are available at the touch of your fingertips. Whether you prefer working out at home, you're planning on going on vacation and don't want to stop your fitness routine, then bar where you are is just what you need. So they have these workouts ranging from 15 minutes to an hour 
and they literally have everything that you need. And lucky for you, Become Your Vision listeners are getting access to 10% off your first month. All you have to do is head to bar where you are, sc.com slash online workouts. Click subscribe now and enter promo code become your vision for 10% off your first month. I will leave that in the show notes and I promise you, you won't regret it. Okay. Um, what would you say is the hardest part about raising kids? Um, man, what a question. Um, the hardest part of raising kids is the worry that you're doing it wrong. Mm. That's what I think. Aside from the physical stuff, like no sleep and things like that, which you expect. The hardest part is, is yeah, me- messing up. Yeah. And worrying that you're messing the kid up yeah. as a result of you doing something wrong. Right. That's how I feel anyway. Do you think, or maybe just in our case, I have more mom guilt than you have dad guilt? Um. Yeah, I mean, you express more, for sure. I don't, I usually don't feel guilty about what I do. And, and if I do, I mean, I openly tell the kids I'm sorry. Like I right. yelled at Ollie the other day. And I yelled at him for something he didn't even do. I misinterpreted something he did. And he said, Dad, you know, I did. Th-. And I was like, oh, my God. And I, yeah. I yelled at him. So I mean, I said, look, bud, Daddy messed up. Yeah. Looking right in the eye. And I said, I am sorry. And I hugged him. And I, you know, I was like, I shouldn't have yelled at you. That was a mistake. Daddy's yeah. fault. Yeah. So those little incidents I can pick up on. But it's the bigger ones. It's like the systemic things you worry about that you don't know you're doing. Yeah. Like maybe I'm doing something. That we're gonna find out later. Yeah, you find out later, like, oh, and and for sure we are. Yeah, for sure we're doing something where you're gonna find out later. I'm like, well, that was not the right way to do it. Yeah. Um, but I don't have any guilt, like I'm doing anything wrong on purpose. Yeah. I'm I'm doing the best I can. Maybe right. I could I could do better. I could always do better. We can always. I could yeah, I think. maybe spend less time on my phone or, you know. And when I, I mean, so this I'm not saying it's not room for improvement, but. I'm not doing it, yeah. anything with any ill intent. That's right. for sure. So. I think that's a thing. Like, um, I posted on my social media the other day, like, I was really intentional about taking the kids outside, leaving my phone inside, because it is, phones are addictive. Like, they're meant to be addictive, right? Mm-hmm. They are, you know, um, there's science, right, behind of making them addictive. <laughs> Looking at him, he's like the science guy, I <laughs> yeah, feel yeah, like. Yeah. But, yeah, there's a method to, you know, um, having us the consumer spend time on on our phones so and then i think too like our generation like when my growing up it's like whatever my parents wanted to watch it was on the tv like now i feel like it's different whatever the kids want is on the tv and then we're on our phones rather than like watching the tv mm-hmm. or whatever our kids have tablets but they don't really use them all that much mm-hmm. maybe they we yeah, got, they don't really like them yeah they're not really into them so we have we do have the tv but yeah i guess the mom guilt for me comes from like if i feel like i'm not spending like i'm physically present but not um necessarily <laughs> mentally there and then i feel like i should be like there's guilt but i don't know I don't yeah. know. I would like to hear from listeners what your thoughts are. Like, do you, like, is it, I think it's normal to obviously not be fully present 
mentally all the time because we're humans and we have other thoughts and other things that we want to be doing. Like I think about us in like our relationship or if I'm hanging out with somebody else or whatever, of course we have other thoughts while we are hanging out with that person. Mm-hmm. You know? So I feel like how hanging out with our kids is no, no different, but they also, the attention they require from us is different. It's a lot. I don't know if it's more than other kids. There's only two kids I've raised, but yeah, it seems like they you can't they don't do their own thing. They don't like That's sit what I was around gonna say. and like color or like <laughs> play with their toy. Like if if they're if you're around them, they need you to be engaged. Ali especially, I think Charlie can do a little bit more yeah. on his own. And when they're split up, it's a little easier too yes. for whatever reason. That's. They're two and four, and they fight. When you split them up, but even when you split them up, they do their own thing a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I had Charlie upstairs by himself. He was just sitting around watching TV. Then he was playing with a toy for a while, and he was relaxing while I was working. Yeah. And, um, yeah, when they're together, they, yeah, that's a different thing. They're at each other all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's a result of something we did. You never know. Or maybe they're just... Brothers, and that's, I hope, that's what they do. I mean, I remember fighting with my siblings all the time growing up. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. This question comes from um, a listener. Why do you hate sand so much? (laughs) (laughs) That did not come from a listener. Swear to God. Swear to God. Yeah. A listener that I know? Yeah. Yeah. Is it, who is it? Okay. Answer the question and then I will okay. tell you. So this is funny. So I don't hate sand. I hate sand and kids together. The mixture of that drives me crazy. He I spend hates... a decent amount of time at the beach. More than you. Because I fly at the beach a lot. I would go and lay out at the beach. Yeah. That's the most boring thing. Be- sitting at the beach, I can't think of a worse time. <laughs> I w- I've never wanted to sit on the beach and do nothing in my life. It's horrible. <laughs> it's torture and then you add kids to it putting sand in their mouths and getting in their eyes and in every crevice of everything you have brought to the beach no horrible time in the car in the car yeah but but if i go to the beach and i get sand in my truck i don't mind at all because it's confined to the mat on the car i can just vacuum it <laughs> out when i get home there's no sand anywhere where it doesn't belong <laughs> oh my gosh that's why who do you think asked that question i forget who we've, i can't remember now it was Megan. Meg. I <laughs> Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. Escape from a listener. So yeah. Meg, Brian and Meg, for the, those that don't know, are like our best friends for... We met them in college. They no, start, college. Meg, high school. I, that's what I meant to say. High school. They started dating like seven days after we started dating. And they're married. We're married. Yeah. We love them. They I live in Arizona. So damn much. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. They are... They're really good people. We love yeah. you, Brian and Meg, if you're listening. I know Meg might. Maybe not Brian. <laughs> Be wrong. Um, I was going to say, oh, tell the listeners the story about that time we went to the beach with both kids. Um, and the, Do you remember this? I do. I probably don't know the details that you're wanting because my memory is bad. I hit my head a lot. I can tell the listeners about that. He's had time. a lot of concussions. Um, but yeah, that, yeah, this is where it started. So we went to the beach with two kids and they were young and yeah it's just classic it was like a comedy skit oh my they just God, were going dying. on the ground um it's like 95 degrees and there's a billion people at the we beach had, we had an which, umbrella oh, yeah okay we had an umbrella so <laughs> I mean, 
I don't want them Everything to think like our kids were the, like. Oh, okay. Don't worry about what people think so much. The kids were not being sunburned. Okay. <laughs> Y'all worried about what we call it child services on us? No. Okay, yes, we had an umbrella. The kids were safe. They were not being sucked out by riptides. Seagulls were not attacking them. The kids were fine. But they were in the sand. They were like getting sand in their mouth, throwing sand in the hair. Sand in the bags that we brought. Us idiots brought a damn stroller. 95 degrees uh, or, or hotter. Hundreds of people and beach people. Like, you know what I mean? These these folks that you see. <laughs> Are they the same as, um, oh God. like, uh, uh, what is it? Like uh, fair folks? Yeah. They're about, not as yeah, bad as Just fair take folks. a chunk of the general population, take their shirts off, and put them on the beach. And that's what you see. It's just rough. And. And everyone's bumping and everyone is crowded and then we decided to leave and it's the sand is hot I can't get the stroller out of the beach Mike, the kids are the... throwing a fit screaming at the top of their lungs they're doing the thing where you can't pick them up they put their hands over their heads they, they, they slide go, dead out weight. dead weight and I'm dragging a stroller that's packed to the brim full of bags through sand and a kid, and I'm sweating. We had I both of them sand. at the time. I think I had Charlie in my hand. Or yeah. Charlie in my arm. They were screaming. He was a baby. People were laughing. I was, I was, okay, so let me, like my point of view. I was like, okay, we're going to have a family day. This was the second time we only went to the beach. The first time we went to the beach, when we first moved to South Carolina, Charleston area, Ollie was like six months. It had been a solid year, maybe a year and a half since we went to the beach again. Okay, let's have a family beach uh, day. Again, and I was like, I know Tom doesn't like to go with the kids, but I was like, okay, we're, we're at a different beach. But as we are, well, at the beach, there was um, another couple with their two boys, and then she was pregnant with their third boy, I believe, or they didn't know what the third was. And they were loving the sand, yeah. throwing the sand at each other, building sand castles, like just super chill parents. And... um and I think maybe sometimes our parent our parenting style is not as chill. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Also, kids are different. Too, kids so. are different for sure. Um, but so you know, we see these like this fairy tale scene of what it's like to bring your kids to the beach, and then here we go, leaving the beach. Charlie didn't nap. I remember that he wasn't napping. So he then he started screaming, and then you know, Ali was younger, toddler, whatever. So then you're in front of me. With, like, the stroller, the umbrella, the wagon, like, all this shit that we had to bring. Ali is going dead weight, screaming. It's hot. And I, I just started... Dragging the stroller sideways because <laughs> the wheels didn't turn. <laughs> the wheels didn't turn. We brought our normal stroller to the beach. Okay, that was a dumb idea. Um, obviously, we don't do it much, so we didn't know what the hell we were doing. And it was just a scene from, like, a movie or something. And then you're like, <laughs> you wanted to scream. It was just funny. Yeah. But, yeah, so who knows? We'll probably go to the beach when the kids are, like, seven and nine, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, when do you feel most like you? Hmm. Most like me. Probably when I'm hanging with the boys and you, when I'm home. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty much me everywhere, to be honest with you. I don't really... I, I'd say the least like me is when I'm at work. Right. And I even then, I'm more, I'm more 
like myself than I think most people are in a corporate yeah. environment. I think most people in a corporate environment are fake. You're talking to someone on even on Zoom, anything, right to their face even, and uh, that's not who they really are. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just this fake world where everyone acts different than they are. I'm not. I won't get you know yeah. further into it, but yeah, I mean, anyone that works in corporate America knows. Um, everyone just acts, acts yeah. there that no one can speak their mind for real. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's when I least feel like myself. So anywhere outside of that, really, I can pretty much be myself. Yeah, and most most of all at home. Right. Yeah. Which is nice that you can obviously yeah. be yourself at home. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, so there are fireworks going off right now. Um, it is the 4th of July. So if you hear that in the background, that's what it is. Today was kind of a weird day, wouldn't you have said? I'm sure more for you. Yeah. So today was the six-year anniversary of my older brother Chris's death. He committed suicide on 4th of July. So, but I don't, but even, I don't know. Like, it, yeah. I don't know if it was obviously probably like sad in the back of my head subconsciously, but I wasn't, it's not a day that I'm like, oh my God, dreading because I know it happened. I know it's here. I know it's coming. But um, it was weird that you could tell something was kind of off. Yeah. Yeah. I asked you a bunch of times what was going on and then you reminded me, I knew it was 4th of July and I knew that's when it happened, but yeah just the day i I woke up i didn't think about it maybe too lately i've been like in this stage where i constantly have to be doing something or my mind has to be on something without slipping into like a little funk i think we're similar in that respect when we don't have something to do just sitting around i i don't like that either yeah i don't i like a lazy sunday is not a great thing for me i like a Sunday at home, right? But I like to be doing something, even today. Like, what was the first thing I did this morning? Mowed the lawn, yeah. I got up, we're sitting around, like, this is lame. <laughs> I took the kids outside and mowed the lawn, did some yard work, hung out outside. I'm like, I we're constantly yeah. doing something, yeah. so when we aren't doing something, it is weird. And like, most of the time, I want to sleep, like, I take a nap or whatever, which yeah. I did, but like, otherwise, like, I have to be doing something. Like, it's nice and relaxing, but you can't really do nothing with kids mm-hmm. either, they have to be entertained. Yeah. Or they get at each other's throats. But, um, yeah, yesterday we went to my mom's. Your mom was there, celebrated her birthday. So that's kind of was like our 4th of July kind of like celebration. And, you know, stepdad was there. You know, it was, it was a good time. But um, we decided, uh, well, our friend's um, girlfriend was sick. So they were going to come over. But, um, yeah, it was just we decided not to go out because what was our reasoning? When? Today. I don't remember. Oh, people were going to be out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people were going to be out. Yeah. I, we can't be the only ones that are like, we just don't want it to be in a mosh pit of people and lines, you know, like, in, or in traffic or in the heat or. Yeah. It was hot and it was 4th of July weekend. People were going to be out. Yeah. That's a reasonable reason to stay home. <laughs> I think that, yeah. Yeah. It is. But then it's like, oh, we didn't do anything on the 4th. But technically, like, I feel like yesterday was our 4th. Yeah, we went to your mom's at a barbecue, hung out with family. 
Yeah. I left a little early, went to fly. It was a great yeah. day. It was fun. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. My mom tried to give the boys Coke. <laughs> yeah. Not cocaine. No. Gotta mention this. <laughs> yes, Coca-Cola. I'm like, Mom, what the hell are you doing? Like, we can't give our kids, they have plenty of sugar. I think a lot of times they're like, oh, you're, do you let your kids eat this? Do you let them eat goldfish? Or I'm like, yes. Yes. They, like the first thing they eat in the morning is like a waffle. We didn't let like our a, kids eat goldfish for the first month they were alive. Yeah. That's about it. So, yeah. it, it. Exactly. But it's like, I, I don't know if it's from Instagram or because we are so into health and fitness that we they think that we don't let our kids. They eat more processed foods than we like. Than we would like to. Than we would like to. Yeah. yeah. But we're conscientious about like what they drink. Like we don't usually. It's no, rare that they have juice. No pop. No juice. I don't think they've ever had pop. They get McDonald's usually for my mom every time she yeah, comes. Yeah, they barely even eat it though. So yeah, yeah that's they, true. Yeah, they're they're healthy kids. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I digress. I don't know why that was important. I went off on a tangent there. Uh, let's see. Um, what do you love most about me? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that you're a good mom. Um, to the boys, I think. I think that there are people that are not good moms, so I, you know, I recognize that and respect it. So that makes me happy. Um, and I like that you're a driven person because, again, you asked me what I was kind of a similar question. Yeah. What What do I like in a woman or, or a person? And I like driven people with goals. I don't like lazy people. Yeah. I don't like people that. Man, I'm getting worked up because I'm thinking about someone. <laughs> yeah. I don't like people that. Um, feel bad for themselves and right. tell people about their problems and post crap on Facebook. Oh, look, this happened to me today. and it, that, that stuff really bothers me. So, um, But I don't see any of those qualities in you, and I like that a lot. I think that you're a confident, driven person and a good mom. And that's what I like about you. Thank you. And I'll finish today. I don't know if anybody's going to get any... <laughs> um, I don't know. This is more like an entertainment episode how our relationship works. Maybe they can apply this to their personal life because every time you tune into the show, I want you to obviously get something out of this um, and maybe apply it to your relationship. But openly talking about what you love about the person I think is very beneficial. Um, and we never do that except for on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Though. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, what I love about you, and this has changed over time, I feel like... Um, Lately, like, just, um, like, surprising me. I think that is super, super sweet. Like, just when you surprise me, I believe wholeheartedly that you are such a loyal person, which I think is very honorable because anytime, like, anybody, like, crosses me or anything, you're, like, the first person to have my back, which is amazing because we all want somebody and need somebody to have I guess not necessarily need but you know it's definitely a bonus if somebody is there to have your back I love that obviously you're a good father um you know the kids absolutely love you it doesn't annoy me at all that Ollie prefers you over me (laughs) (laughs) I'm like rude I carried you for nine months but anyway um yeah and you're just always trying to improve you're making my you make my life easier. I can go on and on. You're hot. You don't need to go on and on. Thank you. <laughs> I so I love you too. 
So listeners, I hope you got something out of this show. Go tell your loved one that you love them if you have one. Go tell yourself that you love you because I don't think we do that that enough. What do you love about yourself? And when you love yourself, everything else in your life improves. And I feel like that's why our relationship got stronger too is because I began to love myself and therefore got more confident and started finding other things in life that uh, brought me happiness. So if that is, is you, keep working on yourself. And remember you guys, do you want to say it, the ending line? You can say it. <laughs> <laughs> you got this. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, make sure you are subscribed so you know when more episodes come available. My goal is to inspire others to become their vision, and one way to get the word out is with reviews. I would really appreciate it if you left an honest review on iTunes, and it would mean so much to me. Thanks again, and remember to go after the life you want. Bye, guys. Bye.